Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Hey. Hello. We're back. Feeling good with Duddy. Another episode. What number? Don't know. Don't care. Kind of care, but not really. Anyway, we got a great show. We've got comedian Ali Makovsky with us. We're going to do all your favorite segments. We're going to talk about all sorts of weird shit guaranteed. Here's your host, Duddy B. That's right. You heard it. We are back. Feeling good with Duddy. We have another amazing guest today, and we will get to her in one second. But in other news, um, when this airs, I'm guessing I'll probably be about halfway through the Roman Duddy acoustic tour. <gasps> I'm guessing you guys are loving it. Having a great time. Hope so. Look and at that. Uh, yeah. Duddy's future proclamating that he shall be killing it on the road. <laughs> He's just assuming you're all going to love it. To well, everyone who showed up last night, thank you yeah, so yeah. much. It was a great, great Everyone show. who came future last night, yeah, really like, big uh, appreciation. Do it without you guys. Sorry about those technical difficulties. It's uh, not yeah. was on there. It was the house, not us. <laughs> yeah. But um, but in real now, now time, because it is what, February 10th, 10th or some shit? I know it's February 10th because today is Jack's birthday. Oh. Jack is my son. He's turning eight today. The dinner is tomorrow night. The yes. dinner is tonight. Oh, it is. It's tonight. Oh, shit. Jeez. Okay. I did not. I was thinking tomorrow night. Okay. I got to go to dinner tonight. Dinner tonight. It's for, um, so for the listeners, yeah, this episode was recorded February 10th. It'll be out in a couple weeks in reality. Yeah. Duddy will be killing it on stage. And what you, about, what about yeah. Jack's birthday? Well, okay. First off, this... You know, previous past weekend, I had one love fest mm -hmm. uh, on Friday night. Yes, you and did. so I got home, you know, pretty late on Friday night, and then Saturday we had a party for Jack at our house. And I saw that online. Uh, and I, you know, my wife liked to do this thing called a dr a drop off party. That's where the, all the parents just drop their kids off. Right. Mm -hmm. I had seventeen, pretty much eight year old boys at my house, and. It was an organized thing where we were going to be doing like Nerf gun wars, a laser tag, all the shit. And my brother-in-law, Tyler, was supposed to come and we were he was supposed to help me. And he was going to be, a, you know, on one team, on the other. So we were like, help. He's helping me. Yes. He gets the flu. He's the chaperone. And cannot come. So I'm pretty much by myself. I mean, my wife was there. She was helping. But it was pretty much me wrangling fucking yeah. 17 cats all night long it was i saw crazy. it online little clips on instagram and it was a shit show at one point all of the kids were just fighting each other yeah pillows were swinging yeah. i saw not it all. crying like mad fight like they're just like let's fight so they all just started fighting each other <laughs> 
Hell yeah. It was insane. So, yeah, that so happened. But, yeah, no, but today's Jack's actual birthday. That's how I know it's the 10th. So, like, we got some plans for later. But, yeah, other than that, you guys know how it goes. I'll be, I'm leaving for tour soon. So, we, we stack these episodes and mm-hmm. we release them a little later so we can continue to release them while I'm on tour. But that being said, let's just get into this one. We have an amazing guest today, Ali Makovsky. She's an, a hilarious comedian. She also has her own podcast, Resting Bitch. How's it going? Good. Oh, dude, you, you fucking surprised me with that. Sorry, I did. I was like, and here she is, and then fucking boom. It's me. <laughs> Cue the fake applause. You got Ooh. it, dude. Standing O once again. Yeah. Everyone in here, thank you for that. That All party right. sounds wild. It was wild. That's way too many eight-year-olds. It was crazy. I mean, when they all left, I just like sat down on my couch for a second, and like I, I, I'd like never been more tired in my life. Yeah. And just it's. I mean, and then they were all talking at all times. Like at all times, it was all of them yelling, trying to get louder, and it mm-hmm. was. You know. I feel like it's one of those things where even when they all leave, like the next two hours, it feels like there's still kids oh running God, around. Totally. It's like after you go to a concert oh, and your yep. ears are still ringing, you're like, it feels like I'm still there. You, yeah. go to, you go to a rave and then you're just laying in bed the rest of the night. Just you're still bobbing your head. I just got back from a rave cruise. What really? the fuck? Yeah. So it was like, like every time I went to my cabin to sleep, there was like still raving mm-hmm. going on. And so it was just like a nonstop. Wait a second. I had one rave year of my life. It was I 20 did. years ago. I think ago. that's smart. Like yeah. do it, have a good time year. and then like move on. Yeah. Five raves. Yeah. One year. I because remember, of my girlfriend. Yeah, 20 years because ago. Because of my girlfriend <laughs> yeah. at the time. I remember. And it was like, and I didn't want to go to raves. And, uh, and I remember it was this thing like she wanted to go and like, a, a couple had come and passed that like some of her friends went to and stuff yeah. and she didn't go because I wasn't going to go. And eventually she's like, I'm going. Yeah. Regardless, of, if, if you yeah. would like to come, come. But if not, I'm going. I'm like, well, you, ain't going, you ain't going without me. So I went, took the fucking ecstasy, did it, had the best time ever. Oh, Ended yeah. Ended up going to like a few after that. But yeah, it, it was fun. It was a good time. It's so fun. And yeah. I was like so skeptical beforehand. I'm like, who the fuck goes on a rave cruise? <laughs> so yes, the rave cruise. Oh, so you're not like in this. No. This is just a Oh, I love Five that. days on a ship. Five days. Raving. With fucking ravers. Absolutely raving. Did you just uh, rave the whole five days? Yeah, I got so into it. But I, I was so skeptical at first. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a nightmare. Like, Because I was performing on it. I was doing oh, comedy. And so I'm like, God. who goes to see a comedy show on a rave cruise? And it ended up being so much fun. I like got so into it. Nice. I was doing everything. And um, yeah, shit. and I was sober the whole time. What? Did you? Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh. Totally sober the whole wow. time. And you, I had like the best time of my life. Did you do like ecstasy related jokes? Anything? Did oh, you yeah, yeah. Change up your set for the ravers. Yeah, I mean, Pants I mean jokes. it's weird because like when I normally do comedy, I'm wearing like what I wear. Like I wore this last night and I wear normal clothes. But when you're on a rave cruise you're coming from like a torque shop so you're in like a bathing suit top and like zebra like a zebra wow. skirt and you're like I can just do comedy in this and everyone here is like oh, yeah that makes sense you just cool. look, yeah, if you look if you dressed normal there you'd be weird yeah it would be like why who's this teacher and even <laughs> yeah. normal like so who's for the snark? listeners Allie has she has pink hair and yes. she's got like a pink big puffy jacket she's got a pink is that um 
Lacoste. Oh, Lacoste, which I fucking love. Lacoste pink polo. I mean, she's pinked out. She still looks like you could be at a rave, but she also looks like she could just be walking at the beach. There's more daytime rave vibes. Yeah, yeah daytime yeah. rave. Yeah. yeah. Drugs haven't quite kicked rave. in yet. No. But you look fucking cool. Thanks, man. You could man. easily have pulled that off on the rave Thank stage, you. I'd say. Yeah, it was such a good time. But Functional rave gear. Yeah, raving is like, it's a lifestyle that mm-hmm. I just can't commit to. No. But I had a blast. Like, I hope, I pray that they bring me back next year because it was so much fun. It's called Friendship. Friendship. Oh, peaceful. Oh, that makes sense. I like that. It's beautiful. Um, oh, fuck us. What? I lost my fucking oh, train of thought. Did you not take your alpha brain today? I did not take my alpha brain. Oh. No, I did, but it didn't work. Do I you had take a cool alpha thought. brain? I do. Do you yeah. think it works? I do. I'm skeptical. After a while, like, you know, like it's one of these things we're talking about on it, you guys, alpha brain. It's a product Duddy and I take. You're not going to notice it right away, but after you're taking it, you, you yeah. just start to remember names and you kind of really? just, I mean, it seems like it. I don't lose my keys, which I do all the time. I seem totally. to put them in the same spot yep. now. I think yeah, I, may, I may have told this. I, I feel the, like I'm a little sharper. Totally. A hundred percent. And, uh, and I know I'm a little sharper because this happened. I think I may have said this. You last said week. this already. With I remember the guy's the name. homie's dad's name. Dude, I met a dude. He was so. Fu- this dude, is the fucking third time fucking, he's told this story. This is he's so pumped about it. it. This is a hot plug right here. <laughs> this is your. This dude, is your testimony. I met a fucking, oh God. Uh, uh, one of my son's friends' dads. Met him for two seconds. Saw him a fucking couple days later. Ran into him. I was like, "Hey, Robert, how are you?" Totally remembered his name. Wow. I never remember anyone's yeah, name. Yeah, especially a robber. And what he a boring didn't name. Remember my name. And I was like, it's Dustin. And here's so some I was alpha like, brain. Like an alpha brain right there. Damn. On it.com. Yeah, I told uh I, I told my them. Question. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. Get to the question. I was so excited. I just have to know. Are people still wearing the huge fucking pants? Is that a no. thing still? That's gone. People are wearing the least amount of clothes. Oh, it's just underwear, bro. Yeah. Oh, I imagine better. if you're I doing like, like um like a on land rave festival type of thing, maybe oh, during yeah. the day there'd be more like puffy pants but when it's when you're on a boat you're wearing few few items lots of pasties yeah lots of pasties maybe they'll invite our podcast on next year we'll cover (laughs) the shit out of it yes all right sorry no it was so fun anyway yeah i love that (laughs) why did we bring up braving though oh your your old lovers oh that's right your lovers lovers of the past that made us rave Mm -hmm. for one year what was it? It was the, was it the, it was the, Lovers. I, I was go- doing raves at the time of the green triangles. You remember that? That was the big yeah. ecstasy. Yep. Did you get green triangles? That, that was the that cool was it. pill to that take was it. Really? Then. You got the green triangle. No what one was even it? called it. No one even called it Molly. Isn't is no, that it already come and gone? E. I'm 40. All right. It I don't know what the e. fuck's going Let's on. You're 40? E. 40 years old. How old are you? 38. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. We're so old. Yeah, but you guys like seem so young. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, we yeah. keep it young. Yeah, I mean, we're fine. Yeah, I'm only you're only as old as you feel, right? Oh, hi. How you doing? Yeah, <laughs> as long wild. as you just keep talking shit and have yeah. fun and laugh yeah. at everything, I think you're you're gonna be young forever. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 24. Oh, you're a baby child. Good time. Yeah, yeah. Which gets us. You have your whole life ahead of you. Let's I know fucking, that scares me. It feels like you've been around forever. Still, I, that's, that's how insane. it feels. So yeah. let's get into this. Okay, okay. Ali Makovsky. We have a whiteboard with all. We got a stats. whiteboard, which and some, some of these stats are going to come up later. <laughs> but CS let's get to know good. her, and then we'll bring up her cup size, <laughs> her parents' uh, marital status, and other things. But um, you're 24. I'm 24. And yeah, w- when did you start in comedy? You've been doing comedy for a long ass time already. It five years, like, yeah. five years. Holy shit. Which so like in the comedy world is like nothing. Where did you grow up? So, okay. I was born in Torrance. 
at the Torrance Hospital. But then I, I pretty much grew up in Long Beach and my parents got divorced and we kind of moved around different parts of Long Beach. But I always went to school in Orange County, like um, Los Alamitos High School mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then my mom ended up moving to Seal Beach and Rossmore and stuff like that. So I've been kind of around around these parts for, for a while. But then I moved to LA because, okay... So I moved around Long Beach, went to school in Orange County, and then I went to college for like a second and I dropped out because I was like, I just want to do comedy. I knew that that's what I wanted to do. So I moved back home with my parents and uh, about like a year into doing stand-up, I was like, I need to just move to Hollywood. So I've been up there for like four years now, a little over four years. Just got sick of driving driving yeah. to Hollywood because even though like for people listening I mean she, this is all Southern California all these places that she's talking about Seal Beach Torrance this is all Southern California kind of LA Orange County these are two yeah. counties that touch each other um, you know and but driving from Orange County to LA to do comedy I mean you're fucked there's no good yeah. way to go to LA it takes forever traffic all the time so yeah if you want to do comedy the vast majority of, of comedy clubs are in LA yeah and you just said screw it at what age um, I think I was like 18, about to be 19. Yeah, Young. I was like, I, was, I think I started like in July or something when I was 18. What, well, how does comedy start for you? Where, what is, yeah. Where, um, so, so I was in high school and I had a boyfriend, you know, a little high school, yummy little relationship. <laughs> he made you rave. And we were, no, no, we were no, very okay, boring. Yeah. We were like so boring. And then once I broke up with him, I started like going crazy oh, and yeah. I was like finding myself. He was holding you back. I think we were both holding each other back. I was like, you know, I lost my virginity to him. So we were just boning nonstop mm-hmm. at the park. Yeah. Cause you <laughs> yeah. In my Jeep Grand Cherokee at the park. Nice. And, uh, and so once I got out of that relationship, I started like watching a lot of comedy online and going to the laugh factory all the time. And I would see all these comics and I was like, man, I just want to do what they're doing. And it seems so cool. Yeah. I was like, fuck. And so then I just talked to one of the comics. I, 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 I saw Dane Cook after and he was like the first comedian i listened like my sister would pick me up from elementary school she would play dane cook cds in the car so it was like this weird full circle thing where i saw him performing and i was like how do i do this (laughs) i was like i'm 17 i don't know like what to write about no one wants to hear from a 17 year old and he was like there's an open mic here just come to that and so i went home i wrote all this material it was so bad and then the next week i signed up for the open mic and i went up and it was the craziest feeling i like knew immediately i was like this is what i want to do but in that moment it was so scary that i was like but i'll just like go to college for a second and then return to the idea of it so i did that and i I just i felt so bored at college and unfulfilled i was like i need to just get into this right away so did you do any in between that or was it one experience i did that one open mic and then you said let me get my degree in something then i'll come back and test this but right away you said nah i think i i think i knew that college wasn't gonna work out but i was also like so scared after that first open mic that like i was like i don't know how i'm gonna like be able to be good at this or comfortable how did that first one go yeah i was just shaking like just shaking so like i have a video of it oh no i wish you had that right now no (laughs) Oh, it is so Send it bad. Oh, my airdrop's on. 
And it's yeah. like this dead open mic. There's like 10 people there who are also waiting to go up. And I'm just like, oh. ah. We've talked about th- that on the show where you're a young up and coming comedian. You go to open mics and it's all other comedians that are there and they yeah. don't want to laugh. You got to be so funny to make them. They They're don't want to laugh term. for you. Yeah. They just want to go do them. And so here you are, 17 year old girl trying to make a room and because well and because i did it i didn't know about like coffee shops or bars and i couldn't even get into bars at the time but i didn't know i thought the laugh factory was like i thought i was like this is it i'm just gonna keep doing the open mic here and that's it but it's just like a bunch of tourists were like i'm going to try comedy while i'm in la oh no way yeah because like the guy who filmed my video was this like italian tourist and so he filmed my set and you could just hear his laugh Uh he's like ha 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 that's so funny. That's part so of it bad. now. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go to LA, sign up I'm for gonna... an open mic, and I'm not a comedian, but I'm on vacation. Let me get a picture of me yeah. at the fucking laugh. Yeah. After. So, yes, wow. exactly. So, all these stories. Tw- yeah. So, it's like definitely not. I mean, now it's kind of changed a little bit, I think. But yeah, I did that, and I was like, I'm never. I'm never coming back here again. And then I did, uh, once I dropped out of school, I went to an improv, like, drop-in class. Because I was like, if I do, like, an improv drop-in class, I'll feel more comfortable. I'll be at ease. And I left early. And I went to a (laughs) coffee shop down the street. And they were having an open mic. And I was like, this is a sign. So I did the open mic. And that's when I started. Nice. Yeah. You just got to do it. With comedy. You just yeah. have to continue getting on stage. Yes. And even if you suck, you just keep sucking. Yeah. And then eventually you yeah. find who the fuck you are up there. Yeah. It's like kind of what people say. Yeah. There is no school. There's no class. There's no re. I mean. I mean, there are classes. You can but take them. But yeah, yeah. The best class uh, is just doing it. Because yeah, yeah, people totally. always ask me. They're always like, what advice do you have? And I'm sure it's the same with like music and stuff. People are always like, like what do I do? And I was the same way. Like I hit up so many comedians I looked up to before I started doing it. Because yeah. it's scary to do something but if you talk if you talk to someone about it it kind of feels like you're doing it and it Mm -hmm, feels mm -hmm. like you're making progress but everyone told me they were like you just have to do it you just have to do it it's true and i mean that's the best way to learn and and i mean like you said i mean we get younger bands or kids all the time asking like how do you do it how do you how do you make it in the music business how do you do it it's like if there was just like a oh. recipe that worked, <laughs> yeah. like everyone would do it. But it's just like you just got to go out there, really start hustling and doing it. And and you have to really like love it and have a passion for yeah. it. You can't just be like, I want to be famous. You know, yeah. it's like you're going to fall off soon because you don't love it. And you yeah. don't really know what you want to do. And it's not going to be. I think the idea of being famous isn't as exciting as it is, you know, because like. Like, I get to hang out with, like, pretty famous people, and we just do the same shit. It's just more expensive. Totally. And it's like, but they're still the same person. It's like nothing's going to change except the places you get to eat. It's not far off. Yeah. (laughs) And another thing, too, because this is a perfect subject, because there are lots of listeners that are like, how do you make it? Even making it isn't making it like you think. I'll never Mm -hmm. forget. I'm not going to say the band name, but um, (gasps) one time. Whisper it. It's not even a big deal. They probably wouldn't even care. It's, this isn't a, a diss. But I, I had a band, and we would be on tour with far bigger bands. My Wait, band, so you also do music? Yeah, I, have, I don't really do Christ. it anymore. But yeah, okay. I, I had a band, and we toured with big bands all over the country. That. We toured with them. And um, one of the biggest bands that we ever toured with, I remember we were talking to him backstage, and our guitar player was like, man, what does it feel like to have made it? And this is a band that's had several hits over like 30 years. They've just been around forever, always have songs on the radio. And um, our guitar player was asking him, how does it feel? You've made it. Like, and he's all, ah, he's all, I don't really feel like we've made it. He's all, if we stop this band right now, we all have to f- 
get jobs yeah. for the rest of our life. He's also, if we don't keep writing music, keep putting out songs, if then we're done. You know, he's all, we can only sustain so long off what money we've made. So it made me go, wow. So yeah, kids are sitting at home and they're listening and they're like, you know, I'm going to write a one hit single and I'm going to make it. It's like, you have to love it. It goes back to what Duddy yeah. said and what you're saying. You'd get on stage and do comedy even if no one paid you. It seems like you just yeah. want to do it. And Duddy would be playing music even if you weren't being paid. Some form, you'd Some be form. doing it because yeah. you fucking love it. The the getting money for it part and the whatever making it part, that just sustains you to keep doing it. Totally. You, you can totally. never just go to an island and be like, I'm done. I yeah. made it. <laughs> I shall now sip umbrella yeah. drinks for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, maybe you too could do that. And um, like, you know, sh- there's, you know, that's there's it. The, there's the handful of, you know, like just crazy pop stars or the yeah. top comedians or whatever yeah. that could do that. But, but that's that is like, like, oh, it's like zero, zero point one percent. And of, the people, you know, the people that I know who can do that, it's like the, a lot of them don't want to. It's yeah. like they want to keep working. Exactly. They wouldn't be doing what they love. But I think I'm sure it is nice to have the option of like being uh, able to just fuck off whenever. Yeah, you don't that was my off. dream always. Yeah. yeah. I always had this fantasy where I'm just going to do this for a while. Like uh, with music, I, yeah. I was like, I had so... I want to fucking just go surf for the rest. I want to just dr- sit on a fucking island and get waves. Like that was my dream. And then I realized, oh, the dream should be to be on stage every night. <laughs> That's how you achieve going. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, maybe it's not for me. Maybe yeah. I should yeah. go do something else. Maybe I, think, I should just go to the beach. Yeah. yeah. Just you know? hang out. Yeah. yeah. I think I realized like, um, because when I started comedy and this might be the same with music, like I think like when I started stand up and I was doing open mics, I saw... I saw like the end or like what I thought might be the end or like, you know, the peak or the yeah. highest point that I wanted to achieve. Mm, yeah. And I never, I never visualized the process of getting there, going to yeah. the open mics every night, driving to Long Beach at three in the morning from LA, you know, like thinking that I'm not funny or watching my friends like do really cool things and being like, am I not doing the right thing? Yeah. Is that what I should be doing? Yeah. Oh shit! You know, you don't yeah. see like, I didn't visualize all of the weird things in between. Like, you know, I'm doing comedy every night, but I'm like struggling to pay rent, all that stuff. And then like this year, I feel like is the most comfortable so far that I've felt or more comfortable than the past, you know, four or five years have been. And I was getting so caught up in like the business side of comedy Mm -hmm. and being like, I should have like these things in order and Mm -hmm. this to like show for whatever. And I went to London for like two weeks or something and I was just doing like small shows and having a good time and I couldn't get paid because I don't have a visa or anything. I was just doing shows because I'm like, I just want to perform. Like, it's like a work vacation. I get to have fun, travel during the day and then have shows at night. And I was having so much fun and I was like, oh yeah, that's what this is like I just get mm-hmm. to have fun every night and there's like no pressure like I yeah. don't need to have all of the things like sure I want all the things yeah. and it would be nice but like yeah. that's I have so much fun just doing comedy and once I lose sight of that and I'm trying to like get something out of it is when I have the least fun performing because totally. I'm putting all of this pressure on myself that like doesn't need to be there mm-hmm. like at the end mm-hmm. of the day if I make one person in the audience laugh like that's such a good feeling yeah I mean, it is, it's easy to, to lose that sight sometimes 
Because at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, this is how I pay my bills. Totally. This is my job. Totally. So then, you know, you can get in job mode sometimes. Like, I need to make more money. Like, yeah. what's going on? You know, you, so it's, it's easy to get there. But then, like you said, every now and then you're back on stage, you're doing it. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. But I'm doing this because I love this. Yeah. So I'm really enjoying this. So at the end of the day, at least I'm going to be doing something I enjoy. Yeah. And I think it's kind of like that f- full circle thing where it's like when I am performing just for fun, I'm I'm performing much better. And in turn, because I'm performing better, those things will come. Mm-hmm. But if I'm performing to get those things, I'm not going to be performing as good because I'm going to be in my head thinking about mm-hmm. how I can like, you know, finesse the system. Totally. And then those things aren't going to come. So it's like if I lose sight of what's going to come, it's going to come. Like I'm not going to be disappointed or yes. let down. You kind of stop being you. You're yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to shift a part of who I really want to be on stage because I think this other thing will make me more money. Yeah. Like, no, nope, oh, be you. Yeah. Make sure because if you start hating being on stage, which is what would happen if you were faking yeah. the shit, yeah. you're like talking to you now. This is exactly how you talk. It's your same cadence yeah. as when you're on stage. Yeah. It's like hanging out with you. Yeah. And so you can't fuck with that. No. I think you already know that now at 24, totally. which is kind of fucking nuts. Yeah. Because now you can just go be you. But yeah. it's like, because look, the show is about feeling good. So this is all perfect because I think everything we're talking about is super positive and, the, and whoever's listening can probably go, oh, fuck, this is, I can put this into my life and use this today too. Yeah. Totally. It's kind of like what you're saying is the goal is happiness. If you make yeah. the goal things because yeah. you think the things will make you happy, then you don't even have a goal. Just try to be happy. Try to be happy at work. Try to be yeah. happy at home. And then guess what? you're happy yep. and, and you're winning in life. And then maybe money comes with that. Maybe it doesn't. But if your goal is just to be happy, well, fuck, then you're a happy person. And you win. So yeah. stay happy yep. on stage for both of you guys. And totally. in turn, money will come because you're good at what you do yeah. Yeah. or not. But at or least not. you love it. I've least worked plenty of like food service jobs and weird odd jobs here and there that I'm like, if it comes back to doing that, I know how to do it. I could, oh, yeah. but I think the fear of going back to that for me is so strong that I'm like, I don't, oh, I don't God. want it. I don't want to go no, back. I was a waiter. Happy. I was a waiter for for a few years, and uh, the thought of going back and doing that it gives me crazy anxiety. Yeah. That's so funny. I heard Henry Roll. I was watching some interview with Henry Rollins a couple of years ago, and and yeah. that's exactly what someone was like. You you do acting, and you do this, and you do spoken words, and he's all honestly. Ever since I got into Black Flag, or he, he's all ever. That was when I first like didn't have to have a job, and he's like my entire career since that has been me not wanting to have to go back and get mm-hmm. a job because yeah. if any of this stops if no one wants to hire me as an actor or no one wants to pay to see me speak he's all i gotta go get a job somewhere and yeah. so henry rollins was like my whole life is just make sure you don't have to go back and get a fucking job yeah. job you yeah. know and it's funny it's yeah. like because yeah i mean when there's nothing wrong with doing that no. but but fuck i mean that's what i do i just i cut hair all day I, but i found a job that i love to do i'm not gonna get rich doing it yeah but I, love, I love it dude if i wasn't doing comedy i would probably be like doing hair or doing like makeup or doing some sort of like i love stuff like that it still feels like you're Creative performing yes something. you are you're just sitting i talk shit dude everyone in my barbershop is a fucking comedian yeah we just trash each other yeah. all day I laugh all day. I love like hair salon energy. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. an energy in there. And when I was growing up, my my uh, former stepmom, there's no word for an ex-stepmom as a child. An ex-stepmom. Whoa. Well, that's a double hit. I know. It's like Isn't that kind mom, of fucked up? stepmom, and then ex- ex-stepmom? My former stepmom. That's my, my, my ex-stepmom. That's a- ex-mom. 
That's my no, dad's old no. fling. Stex. My dad's old fling. <laughs> Stex mom. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, she, she, <laughs> my, her and my dad were together when I was like from third grade until I first went to college. So they were together for a long time and she worked in a hair salon in Long Beach. And so I was just always in her hair salon. I would like clean up the hair around her mm-hmm. booth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she let me wash people's hair if they were down for it. I like love just like the, the energy in a salon. It is super fun. I went yeah. straight from being on tour with bands to yeah. that. And my whole thing was, I don't want to go get just like a jobby job where yeah. they tell me when I got to be there and tell yeah. me. And I had a friend who was a barber. He's all, watch me cut hair for two days and see if you like it. And yeah. I did. And I went straight to barber school. I was like, I'm going to be a barber now. Do you, have, do you have a tattoo of scissors on your arm at all? I have no barber related okay, tattoos. Great. I will say, yeah, dude. That is funny. Anytime. <laughs> I do not trust. I do not trust a hairstylist with scissor tattoos because... They're too gung ho about it from the beginning, and they're gonna burn out quickly. Because it's yep. the same with comedy. Whenever I oh, see yeah. someone get a get a mic tattoo, I'm like, you're gonna quit in a couple years, and Ooh, it's right. it's like, just a fact. The friend that goes to like culinary school and gets like the fucking a fucking you know, a knife, a and butcher, a, knife. A butcher knife, and some veggie tattoo. So this is no no joke, and I've and I've told this story before, and I've had multiple barbers tell me, me too, same shit happened to me in barber school. I had a dude in my barber school with me that had a barber pull up the whole side of his arm and it said barber life, you know, and I'm like, you have not graduated yet. Yeah. You don't even know the life. Did it really say barber life? Oh, that's like a thing. Oh, really? Barber life. Yeah. Hashtag barber life. It's a fucking, it's a horrifying thing. I'm going to use that on all my posts now. I think we found our word. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's kind of like old news in the barber, but it would be like, I'm fanning out dollar bills and fucking barber barber life. This fool had the full, and now to be fair, he is a barber. He's good. I see him online. Now you still keep in touch. We're not fucking DMing each other, but I still follow him. Give him a little bap bap on the deal, but uh, you know, pass. Hello, but yeah. yeah. So he's a barber now. You know, he knew the future, but did he add a couple feet to that pole once he became? Maybe he had a little scissor hit. Maybe it was his little vision board, like the secret. Oh yeah. yeah. Now I'm gonna do it. And guess what? I mean, if you go get a tattoo, then you kind of have to. You better pass your test. You gotta fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. How embarrassing is that? If you're like working in real estate with a barber life tattoo, you're like, yeah, things didn't really work out. This is the old. This isn't my only job. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, this is the old me. Real estate life. Oh, it's just a little fucking sign. Bap sold. Fucking prap sold. Oh, that's kind of sick. Sold, bitch. In escrow. Yeah. Get a bunch of tears or something. (laughs) I want to get a foreclosure tattoo. (laughs) Just right above my ass. Foreclosed. Foreclosed. (laughs) A little house in the back with bars on the windows and fucking grass is all (laughs) shitty. Oh fuck. Love it. We took a turn. Let's keep going. Okay, well, so, we're still learning. Where are we going? Well, so when, how long in into this did did you go to the Kill Tony show? Okay, so when I first started, I'm like 18, 19. I'm living, I was living at my dad's house at one point, then I was living at my mom's house, and I was driving like four nights out of the week to LA to go to open mics, and then I was driving like three nights out of the week to go to Orange County to to go to open mics, and I was going to the comedy store a lot and hanging out, and all of the door guys at the comedy store are all comedians. Um, Everyone who works there is a 
comic. And so because I was going to so many open mics, all the guys who were working the door at the comedy store already knew me and already saw me at open mics. So they just assumed I was old enough to be there. Okay. So everyone let me in. Little did they know I was like underage hanging out at the comedy store, which is like very, you know not chill and <laughs> i was also like drinking there too like oh, yeah it was uh-oh. decidedly yeah. unchill yeah, yeah decidedly unchill the statue of limitations is up on that luckily i've i've told them i've been like i'm sorry they know now yeah, yeah. when you had your 21st birthday there they're like what? yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah so so i was hanging out there a lot and i would go to kill tony and i would sign up to get on and i got up a few times and i was pretty funny and i would like hang out and see red band after and tony and i think eventually they're like who's this girl and it was time for the former regulars that were on there sarah weinchenk and kim congdon they were done doing it and so tony had me and um this girl melissa come on as the newest regulars and so i did that and like a week goes by and they're like by the way um the comedy store is like anyone under 21 can't be here and we have found out that you're 21 So then I like became a regular, maybe like a year and a half into comedy. I'm probably like 20. And uh, look, most of our listeners know we've we've had other Kill yeah, Tony. Joel, we had Joel, Joel Berg. we've had Vanessa Johnston. Yes. But Kill Tony is like it's an open mic podcast that happens every Monday live. So when she says she when when um. When Ali says she's become a regular, what she's saying, every single Monday, she's on the show, no matter what, and she has to perform a brand new minute. So you're writing a new minute every Monday. Yeah. For how long? So as soon as I became a regular, I wasn't doing it until I turned 21. Oh, right, because you got booted out immediately. Yeah, but then once I started doing it, I think I was doing it for about two years. Oh, wow. The longest running regular. I think so. In the history. I think so. I think so. I'm pretty I think positive so. so. Yeah. Nobody's been two years. That's a long time. It was a long time. And it was so fun. And I got to meet so many cool people. And that's mm-hmm. how I like, you know, when I, so I'm like a year and a half, maybe at this point, like two years into comedy. And Russell Peters is one of the guests on the show. And he like lets me do guest spots for him. And it was like the first time that I got kind of like the opportunity to be seen by big comedians who had never be able to see me in any other situation Mm -hmm. and um yes that's how i met like joe rogan and stuff because he was a guest on the show and when i when i stopped doing it a couple months later tony was like hey i just gave joe your phone number he wants to see you do guest spots at his show so then i like went to the ice house did guest spots and I like I thought I blew it because I was supposed to do ten minutes on these shows and I ran the light. I did like fifteen, seventeen oh, minutes. Fuck. Which you is like a no no. And I just like didn't see the light and I was so excited oh, okay. I didn't you even didn't, like think about it. Going. And so I was like, Oh, this is over. Like this is so unprofessional. I was so embarrassed. He was like, You know what? You were like doing a great job. If you were bombing and running the light, like I would have yeah. been pissed. Other people who take you out on the road wouldn't like that. So running the He's light. He's like, but that's, that's chill. Yeah, running the light is when you go over your time. So they flash okay. a light at you and when you it's like, stop. yo, your, your time's so, up. Yeah, so like so they'll ask you before you go on. They're like, when do you want your light? Some comics want like a one minute light, two uh, minutes, five minutes. I normally do like two minutes depending on how long I'm doing. But yeah, yeah, I guess I got the light and I just didn't see it and I wasn't timing out my set. And Mm -hmm. so I was just like letting the good times roll. And I was like, this is over. And then um, it wasn't over. He was like, he he had me 
continue and now i like get to tour with him every once in a while nice yeah so with for the bands they they'll just tell you like hey there's a curfew at 11 oh yeah yeah. if you're not done we just turn everything off it's the same we've had it happen we've been like just mid-song that's crazy because you don't want to run the curfew because don't you get charged like a crazy amount i mean each place is different but i mean some places are crazy where it's like every minute you go over it's 10 grand Per Whoa. minute, you know, shit like that, it's, you know, yeah, a lot of or, times or it could even be like, oh, if you guys don't stop, like we could arrest your sound guy mm-hmm. and there'll be a cop sitting there with his like, watch, <laughs> oh my like, God, the watch and looking yeah. at your sound guy and the sound guy's looking at you going, you've got 10 seconds or I'm going to jail. Dude, you know? Certain places in, in America, depending on the local government, like yeah, they're insane. And it, or, some venues are in the middle of a neighborhood. So there'll be a sound. Yeah. It's like not a fucking second uh, past 10 o'clock or, you know, or it's yeah. woo. Yeah, Fire it's trucks. crazy. So yeah, and then sometimes insane. it's like, and then like, and and the fans don't know that, you know. Mm-mm. So and, yeah. and then sometimes it looks really bad on the band because like we've had times, for instance, too, where it's like, okay, we're supposed to play like an hour and a half. There's all these technical difficulties from the house, nothing yeah. to do with us. We start forty minutes late, and but you, you gotta be have... done. You know, yeah. like, you only played thirty minutes. You're like. <laughs> I didn't want to go to jail and pay fifty. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Like you, you guys were t- you were talking about how um, you guys just played One Love. Yeah. I, I remember I went to watch. You we had guys. to cut a song from One Love just like on the spur of the moment. We're like, can't play that song. We're we're gonna run out of time. Yep, and we had to be done. At how do you o'clock. choose? How do you choose what song you're gonna cut? Well, it's like you just kind of look down. Okay, well we have six songs left, and we definitely only have time for like four or five. And it's like sometimes is, are you like stoked weakest? though? You're like, man, I did not want to play that song. Sometimes it works. <laughs> yeah. like, All right, that one. Sometimes. <laughs> your favor (laughs) or if there's a six minute long one you're like she's out of here yeah the bangers but i remember a couple years like two three years ago whatever you guys were playing it i went to watch you guys and i think it was like steel pulse or some old reggae band they were having technical difficulties setting up they fucking ended up playing three songs no i'm like watching these guys set up and they they couldn't get shit was at the oc fair no no no, this one was at one love Oh, this was at yeah, One Love. Yeah, it was like three years oh, okay. ago at One Love. And I guess it's happened again to them. They needed to fire their sound squad. But, you know, dudes were running in, plugging in wires. Guitars weren't oh, working. Damn. And then finally they get it going. Three songs. Show's over. Done. That sucks because, and, and that sucks for the band too, because you're traveling all this way. You're like doing all these things. And then by the time you finally go, it's like, ah, you're uh, like just there for a second. It's like, that. what's the point of that even? I can only imagine how annoying and that is. And I can't fast. say never, but I mean, it's rarely the band's fault it's oh, normally no. it's like something that's totally out of their hands and you're just like Fuck. yeah and Look, then <laughs> it's been axel rose's fault okay so yes, guns and roses yeah. I said, but I not you guys never, yeah yeah but, you know most of the time when it's something like that it's like it's something that's totally out of the band's hand yeah and the whole crowd like play a song like, <laughs> do you always have to play lay me down every show oh yeah Ah, look at you pulling life. a deep cut out. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> because we <laughs> found song... out that you saw the Dirty Heads at the OC Fair you in did. 2011. Something like that. Or it could have nice. been, it could have been like 2009 or 10. It was okay, 2010. Yeah, yeah it, it was 2010. Yeah. I was their tour manager that time. Wow. I was at that show with you guys. We have a picture on stage like setting up the shit. That's right. Oh, I wish. And that's when Lay Me Down blew up. And the OC Fair is another weird one. We actually don't, we won't play that show anymore. Oh, good. We've just, we've taken it out of the, of and strictly because they have one of those ordinances where it's like, you you have to be so quiet. There's a DB limit. 
Oh my god! Decibel limit. So like a lot, some venues have this too, where it's like okay, if you're in a neighborhood or wherever it's at, yep. you can't get louder than than this. Can we just knock down all of the venues and neighborhoods? Yeah, it's because that's not fun for anyone. <laughs> well, the OC Fair one is the worst. I think it, it's like it's like 98 decibels, which is insane. It's so low that it's when like we, ASMR shows, yeah, you're like we when we play there, we can't even mic our drummers' <laughs> drum set. Because That's he hits crazy. so hard that just him playing the drums with nothing else is it too loud. It just echoes wow. out. There is a neighborhood surrounding, but the neighborhood's like 200 yards it's out, also, man. If you're moving into the neighborhood, hey, guess what? You know what's around. There's going to be some concerts. Yeah. Once a year, you might yeah. hear yeah. some jams. My a, house, yeah. is, my house is right by a Carl's Jr. So I know going into it that there's going to be a lot of sketchy people in my neighborhood. A lot what are you of, saying uh, about people who eat at Carl's Jr.? No, dude, I'm saying it's affordable. <laughs> you it's very affordable. Moving in, it was going to smell fucking delicious yeah. 24 yeah. hours a day. I was day. constantly going to be hungry. Oh. Do yeah. you hear like the drive-through? Oh, can I get you? No, I'm not that close. Okay, good. But For my our- mom's old place in Seal Beach. She lit. We lived. Uh, we lived in uh, the Rossmore townhomes, which is off like whatever. I don't need to Seal go. Seal Beach Boulevard. Yeah, or like Seal yeah. Beach in Montecito. And there's a gas station right by our house, and then right next to it, there were like a bunch of different shops that would open up. Like at one point, it was like. Um, like a donut shop. And so you would just, it was like uh, Winchell. So you uh, just smell the donuts in the morning. And then now it's a Chick-fil-A. But before that, it was like some other fast food place. And you just could just smelling. smell. Oh, oh. It's just fun. You smell Dangerous. French fries. Yeah. So That's not fair. They're building an El Pollo Loco across Ooh. from our barber shop. And it's supposed to have been open for a month now. So we're sitting here salivating. And they keep fucking cooking chicken in there. It's but not it's open. Not open? Oh. No driveway yet. Like wow. they haven't laid, but they cook the damn chicken and then like it the wafts workers, in maybe? and we're just looking through the fence like, dude, dude, I yet. fucking hadn't Don't had El Pollo Loco in a long ass time. And Me I either. just randomly rolled through the drive through of a El Pollo Loco like last week. Delicious. So it, okay, I can't The wait. tostadas there? Mm. It was good. I got like some burritos. Counting like the chicken. days. It was like chicken and avocado burrito or something. Mm-hmm. Fucking bomb so good Grilled. every, like, every uh, Wednesday mm. when I start my work yeah. week I drive in and I just go still a fence you motherfucker yeah. <laughs> open up oh, open give us the up. chicken we want the chicken these are real problems <sighs> So what's up? What, what's, why does it say uh, in 2011 and then it says blacked out? Yeah, were you out? blacked out at the Dirty Head show? Oh, yeah. You were blacked out. Oh, yeah. Wait. SoCal, the the school that I went to, very much into the Dirty Heads, very much into county fairs, very much into uh, Sprite and alcohol mix. Oh, Sprite and alcohol. So we brought in a couple bottles and um, yeah, I don't, that's why I put question mark because I'm not even sure that I did see you. You're like, I'm 14 at that point. What the fucking wait you? You This was 14. No. So it must have been 2011. No, because I was a a freshman in high school, which was... Oh, yeah, 14. 14. No, I'm like... 14 or 15? Yeah, maybe I was 14 or 15. Yeah, maybe. I was 13 when I started freshman year. I think I was 13, But I turned 14. No, you you I turned, just turned. 14. Yeah, you're right before the yeah, school year yeah. starts. It could have been. It, you know what? It would, probably was 2011 then, because then you're a solid 14. 
right? <laughs> uh, yeah. A fucking uh, Sprite and soda yeah. at 14. Yeah, it was probably 14, yeah. <laughs> Maybe was... it was. You did play it like three years, four years in a row. I mean, it we, seemed like you played we it a played few it times. played it a couple times yeah. in a row, and then we just said, we can't do this anymore. Yeah, so one of those years, you saw them there. Yeah, in high school, out. I lived for county fairs. I had a great time. I So I went there. I got really drunk. Um, There's this guy, Cooper, I had a huge crush on who was dating my friend. And yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> Little just <laughs> Did you ever go to the St. Bonaventure Fair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, only like once though. Dude, that's, that's still our kicking. local banger. Really? That's still kicking. I took my kids there this year. Wow. Ooh. Is it weird going back like totally, with kids? And, totally. Because like, I was like, I know what I used to do here. Yeah, a lot of hand jobs. Uh, oh, there's a park. That's where I was right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude. Let's go up on the fucking. Let's go on the Ferris uh, wheel. Ch- check it out, dude. Yeah, 13 and 14 year old kids don't so want to ride horny. a Ferris wheel. No. The reason no. they're on the Ferris wheel is because yeah. you can get hand jobs yeah. on the Ferris wheel. That's oh, called yeah. the hand job wheel. Well, yeah. and <laughs> the HJ wagon. Yeah, that's and not it's... sticky because of soda spilling. <laughs> no. And it's so exciting because when you're at the fair, you like get to just like do your own thing, be like what feels like an adult, and you um, also get to like meet kids from different schools oh, nearby. Yeah. And so like your friends are introducing you, you're just like so horny seeing oh. new people for the first time. <gasps> Dude. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, do you... Uh, Dude, so the and here's another funny thing, which I have not gone back to the St. Bonaventure Fair, but I have to imagine, you know, when you're okay, you're in fifth grade, you know, you think your school's the biggest shit ever. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you get into junior high, you revisit your like little fifth oh. grade school, you're like, oh, how'd I even go here? Yeah. It's not big enough. Is the, and the St. Bonaventure Carnival, when I was a kid, it was as big as the world, but it's oh, a yeah. tiny it's so carnival small. on a little... It's, it's in a the middle parking of our, lot. It, it, and you're yeah. Like, Dude, you it, when you go back, you're like, this is what that was? Dude, same fucking rides. Oh, the same shit. They haven't changed When I was it. going there 15, And the same carnies. 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, same ha- armless like guy working ago. the rides. But I know it's the same, that stupid little glass house maze yep. that you walk through it in like 30 seconds and it costs like five tickets, which there it's like, that's like five bucks. I went there with my kids and they had they had friends with them. So I had like four kids with me and we went for a couple hours. I spent like $200. It's so expensive. It is crazy. It's fucked up. Every ride costs like four or five tickets. Okay, well, I got four kids with me. There's 20 tickets for one ride that that lasts fucking 30 seconds. Now you're foreclosing on your home. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the St. Bono Fair. So did your kids have fun? Oh, they love it. I had fun too. That's interesting because we are way but We didn't even have computers when we were kids. That's so crazy. Insane. Now think of what all these kids have. Yeah. Same fucking level of joy yeah. at the fair. Because of what you said. They get to oh, run sweet, around. Yeah. All their cool. friends are there and new friends. and like. But the difference you, is that like all of them are like making TikToks on the ride. Oh, that's true. They're, like, they're filming their experience. Dude, that's right. My dude. fucking daughter's oh, all in that. Is she? And How old is she? Friend, she's 12. Oh, and, are you uh, scared? Oh, fucking terrible. You should be terrified. scared. TikTok's and a dangerous place. It's crazy. And like, and like, she cannot stop dancing now. Oh, I know. I all see all day long, and I know all the dances because I love TikTok. So I'll see like twelve-year-old kids like doing the dances, and it's so hard for me not to go up to them and like try and be friends and be like, "Let's do the dance oh together." My God. Oh, What's no. your? How do I follow you? Dude, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, all of her friends are doing it, so they'll come over and they'll just be a bunch of girls dancing. 
Yeah, that's still waiting for the follow back, Daddy. <laughs> like, oh, not a fucking chance. Fuck. Get out. Yeah. So it's very different from the birthday party you had at your house this past oh, weekend. It's Sophie's birthday party. It's just twelve girls dancing throughout your house. Oh my god, it's crazy. It's crazy. And they're at the age where they're all like figuring out that they're like girls and yeah, they're all getting that's into the, that mode. The, they're like bras and shit. Twelve is when you like, start nah. figuring out manipulation tactics. Oh, dude. And then she's yeah. like, my daughter's yeah. very pretty. Oh. You know, all mm-hmm. her friends are like pretty girls, and then they're all very sweet and nice yeah. but like they're starting to figure out that they're like that they rule girls. the fucking yeah. campus oh yeah, yeah. it's oh, like it's... oh here we fucking go well now they're doing the pose in the photos I see oh, like the dude. look back turn around fucking thing oh, and I'm like dude, oh, I had to squash it quick yep. okay so I, I think I was the last parent uh, at my daughter's middle school to allow her to have Instagram like Everyone had Instagram, and I was like, nah, you ain't having no social media. I don't give a shit. And then for her 12th birthday, because all of her friends had it, and I was like, okay, now I think I'm just being kind of mean. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just being a dick. So for her, I, we got her all this cool shit, right? And then one of the last gifts she opened, it was a box, and in it was just a piece of paper. And on the paper, I said, it just said, you can have Instagram. <sighs> She fucking lost her shit like oh I just God. bought her a new car. Yeah. Her and her friends all started jumping up and down in the circle, screaming like tears. Like they were so yeah. happy that I let her have Instagram. Oh my God. And then I had to get it's on where we're at. Because then she posted her first picture and she was so duck lipped out. I was like, nope. You oh. know that she has a fake Instagram, right? Don't you fucking say that. How dare me. you? They all do. They Why all do. They that? all do. Why did they you have just a say Finsta. that and give me all this anxiety? I know oh, it's scary, no. but it's true. Oh. But you know what? You have to think about it, like, like because for me, I get this. Like when I hear about that, it like scares me so much, and I'm like, oh no. But then I'm like, I was also a 12 year old girl at one point. I was on, you know, I was yeah. on all the weird at Omegle chat roulette, talking to strangers oh, online. Chat yes, that is such you never a like, know who you're gonna no. get my dick. Yeah, yeah. That's oh all yeah, that was. And I'm like 12 year old, 12 years old on that with my friends, like laughing, and it's like, you know, I was able to survive mm-hmm. as long as you're there for her, your love. Loving, you're a good dad. Like yeah. she's gonna be fine. She's good. She's a very sweet, good girl. If but we're doing, she's the... still a fucking almost teenage girl. It's scary. She is. <laughs> she's a she's a tweener. But if we're doing the Ali Makovsky, you know, little girl trajectory, she's two years away from blacking out. Yes, at a fucking Dirty, Dirty Heads, Heads concert. Show. So yes. oh at least you'll be there. God. And three years away from following Modest Yahoo at two separate Orange County fairs. Oh, oh shit! When I was thirteen. And then the high school. I was oh, already, God. for sure, <laughs> when I was 13, I was already smoking pot. I was drinking. I think I was banging already. Like, was at 13? Yeah. Like, like oh. Damn. He was ahead of me. I'm the older brother. Yeah. But yeah, like I was the, I was like straight edge until, uh, yeah, until I was like a senior, was like a senior in high school. Like I, I had like, shit. I had to hide, I was partying hard already was and banging. like I was hiding I was from my parents and my brother. That's <laughs> I crazy. Hiding. I knew. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I just Did you guys hang bad. out in high school and stuff? Yeah, kind of. Well, we always did the band stuff. Yeah. He was, and... we were both did music. We, it was like, we all had friends that were kind of friends, but even a, even a two year gap is in like enough school. to not be the same. Friends. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So we were always hanging around each other, though. Yeah. And some yeah. parties we'd be hanging together. But I think when the music thing starts started is when we started being more aligned because yeah. we're all so doing sweet. the same yeah. shit. I mean, we've been playing music. I had a band. We both had bands in high school, you know. Yeah. I love that. How was the how was the Orange County scene at the time that you guys started? Because Orange County is it like was, legendary it was, for cranking. music. It, it was, was cranking. Expl- so we're, I'm in high school when like fucking 
Green Day and all that shit blows up on the radio. So Ooh. you have Green Day and Offspring and Pennywise. And Such a great time. All this shit is blowing up and I'm in high school and I'm a yeah. surfer. So all my surf videos have all these punk bands. Yeah. And we start a band and I'm without it. So in my high school, I was in a band and this other big reggae band, the Simpkin Project, that a lot of people in the reggae community know. Still they were at our school. My brother's at my school and and he's got a band. The guys from Avenge Sevenfold went to Huntington at the same time. Ah, All of our bands played together. One of them together. went yeah. to Marina, though. No. One no. of them went to Marina. Two of them were at uh, Huntington, and two of them went to Ocean View. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, right, but right. we all had our high school bands together, and we formed this. There would be fucking 400, 500 kids at all That's of our shows. That's crazy, yeah. And all of these bands came up to be the Dirty Heads, Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. And my band was big for a while, or big enough locally, but not you know, not like any, not like these guys. But it was a huge explosion of a That's scene. That's so fun. And then you know, Bradley passed away from Sublime right there, and this whole reggae thing yeah. exploded, and it was just... Everyone was in a band. All the bands were doing great. Shows were selling out. Yeah. It was a crazy time for music. Yeah. And like Offspring was from Huntington Beach. You know, That's, I didn't Korn really, was yeah. like from Huntington. All yeah. these bands were from around here. It was wild. That's it so fun. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Damn. Ska was all big. Remember No Doubt blew up. This is like when we were in high school. I, I could mean, never do the ska. Me, well before you. Yeah. Good 10 years, you know. But yeah, it was absolutely nuts. It's almost like the comedy scene right now. Yeah. Like everyone's doing Booming. comedy. People are all having success. I just want to give you guys a quick update. Before I came in, I had broke a nail and I just want to confirm it is it's off. All the way off. It's oh, off. it's all the way I off. I got it yeah, off. Yeah. yeah, I've been looking horrified at that little, yeah. da- it looked like a diving board. It was just dangling. It was hanging off. Yeah. And I got it off and I feel good about it. You I finally took that dive like- into that cold pool. Broken nails and no. stuff. No, but it's not even real. There's, you know, this is just plastic or yeah. whatever. Looks real. Acrylic is made of. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> I like it better. I like to when I'm with my friends. I was I was in Florida and I had these. I, this started out because I went to Florida after my rave cruise, and for the mm-hmm. rave cruise in Florida, I was like, I need to get fake nails that only make sense, mm-hmm. and so I got them. But then I just like bang thing you know i'm just like kind of a mess of a person and they're falling off and i would just like surprise my friends i was with and be like here you go and just <laughs> like give them my nails yeah nail. we'd like be out at a bar and i'd be like oh my god i got something add for you. that somewhere in here oh yeah on the counter let's hang it slide that oh. fucking baby over here she flicked Dude, it for the listeners i it love when people f- give us stuff to add to our shelves it, it makes me feel wow. good jake that's nice i'm gonna wear this like a shark tooth <laughs> yeah. oh my yes what I'm gonna That's do my new that. merch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> AliMukovsky.com. I'm selling my nails. Little earrings. People, and I wore every one really of those earrings. People are really into pins. The little enamel pins. These yeah. days you should just have a broken nail pin nail that pins? says your name on it. I bet you sell down. a shitload of them. Do I'm you down. always get, is this not a normal thing for you, the nails? No, I go through phases. I go back okay. and forth with them. Sometimes they're just like not practical at all, but I really like the the feeling of like, mm-hmm. so if you're getting it makes me feel powerful. Someone? Yeah. You can be like, oh, okay, I think you fucking think that you can fucking... This also sounds so ridiculous, but it makes my hands feel like skinny and long. They do elongate the deal. Okay. Like, like, look at how fat this middle finger looks now. It just looks so stubby and oh, yeah. angry. But the I rest of the nails... still like, like it. There you go. It is. It's like it's like the long cigarette of the past. You yeah. Know, the classy-ass long Yeah, ass. the rest of these are Virginia Slims. Mm-hmm. This one's a camel no filter. Oh. oh a no filter. Nose. That shit's crazy. Those are wild, yeah. I had a smoking stage of my life. I haven't smoked a cigarette in over like 10 years now, but... Uh, Whoa. Yeah. 
But I, at one time I recovery. smoked. And, uh, and I'll never forget. I was This was when I was still a waiter. And I was getting off work. And I mean, I smoked like light you have to smoke you know? yeah like, i was like light cigarettes and i never was like a heavy smoker i'd have like a couple a day maybe but i was leaving and i was like asked one of like the busboy dudes this uh can i bomb a smoke and he gave me one i didn't really look at it and i'm walking to my car and i light that thing up it was a camel oh and it was a marble red no filter <sighs> Cowboy. That shit not that guy shit was out. a felon. Whoever yeah. gave that to you had definitely been that, to jail before. He made those. changed my that might be why I don't smoke anymore. That one fucking cigarette. I'm on the jewel. I'm a big jewel jewel oh. fiend. So my thing with that is I, I have and I'm not talking shit because Talk shit. I'm not yeah. talking mad. You're shit. talking shit. No, but Talk I have shit. I have a few friends like um that they quit smoking. But they, they, they went they over jewel to the way more. all fucking day. I'm oh, like, yeah. so now instead of smoking five or six cigarettes, you are literally smoking, smoking 24 hours a day. You're puffing on that thing. Is that better yeah. for you? I don't no. know. Yeah, it's a lateral move. And it's or not even, cheaper. Even a <laughs> That's downward it's so expensive. So, so now you're spending more money and smoking more. What? How is Congratulations. that Congratulations. Good job. <laughs> not talking it's shit. It's a power move. Not talking shit, but <laughs> I think it's segment, ridiculous. This show is brought to you by Jewel. I actually like that. I want to do a new segment called Not Talking Shit where all we, we just talk, talk shit. Not talking yeah. shit. But you didn't hear nothing from me. No. That's a great segment. And speak, but people get butthurt, I've noticed. Hey, I'm not gonna... talking shit, but that beanie is like... Is it not cool? Oh, <laughs> fuck. Cool. Well, uh, I even though you're not talking shit... I'm hurt by this so, <laughs> somehow, but dude, we got a, we got a couple people that we have that no more words segment we talked about. I don't think we have a word for it today, but uh, I think, uh, I think, uh, one of the, something life like barber life ooh, or something life. I hate people who say something like this life. thing life. It's like, just live yeah, and the life yeah. will happen. You don't need to like title your life. Okay. Everything you say could be attached with life. Yeah. life. You're an organism. Life. You're a li- you're a living yeah. organism. Mm-hmm. But I saw there's someone, people online, got butthurt at one of our no more words posts they're really? like hey man how about not be so uptight and just let people live and it's like hey comedy yeah just a we're, joke we're trying to make you laugh okay? we're not we're not banning we actual words hate you if you use the word fam don't like you because of it either <laughs> but just comedy my friend yeah trying to make you laugh Trying to put positivity out there. I am pissed. There. I am you pissed that you so banned the word lit. Yeah, you had a little it was, grievance there. It was there. being overused. Yeah, but it is. It's lit. It's you know, a necessary word. You know what? Fuck it. It sounds Fuck like it. we're talking about words, so. Uh huh. It's our drop. It's widely creative. No more. Fucking don't use this word. All right. Ooh, I like well, that. I'm yeah. gonna throw this out there because we did on. on well, wait. The... No, I wanted to hear what Ali has to say here. We. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is. Sorry. No, no, sorry. So we, the first word we ever no more worded, was lit, and we told Ali. That was, she's the, first like, was the first one. I think it was with Joel <gasps> potentially. No, no, he was with Fam. That okay. was with. He uh, was Fam. Uh, Ashley. Oh, Ashley was a UFC fighter. Yeah, oh, Ashley Evans Smith. So um we got rid of lit and so you are not happy with that. No, I think we need to bring lit back. Unlit lit back. is what you're saying. You're yeah. we're bringing back we're a lighting word that the fire and it's getting lit. Oh, okay. Fuck. Okay, I guess are we bringing lit back? Lit. I su- I support I support the idea behind banning lit that it is used too often, but I don't mm-hmm. think we need to get rid of it. I think we need to just use it a little bit less. Okay. A little bit less. Dude, can we meet her halfway little, on that? We well, can meet halfway. Like, yeah. Well, that's like with uh, with Sam. I I had one where I guess it's not a takeaway, but I said people just use the word literally too much and not right. Oh, if you use yeah, the yeah. word literally more than once in a sentence, yeah. you're using it wrong. Yeah. And it gets overused. 
Yeah. So I don't want literally to be gone. Let's just use it correctly. And Look not so up much. the definition. Yes. Figure out how to use it properly in a sentence and use it when necessary. Thank you. That's I'll create a new for. segment for that. Like use it correctly. correctly. Okay. And I'll get a draw. I have no one. more words. Use get the fuck out it right. correctly. For, for our other segment, use then Josh, our uh, our behind the scenes cameraman, he came. He he came to me with one today and Jake didn't want to use it I mean, it's I'm not staunchly a word. against it. It's not it. a word. Not... I get it. But this is true. It gets used all the time. Wrong. When someone says something to you that. and you go, I could care less. I could care less. I couldn't care less. That's such a roast. Is what it should be. It should not be I could care less. If someone's like... I couldn't care less is how you need to say that, people. Yeah. I feel like saying I could care less is such an insult. Like, that hurts. Like, if you literally, literally... Literally. If you literally look at what it means... And what it's saying, it's so rude. Well, it's and it's but it's like, like I could I care could, less means like you kind of care. So you if kind someone's of care. like, "Yo, did you hear about that shit?" And you're like, "I could care less." You're like, "So you kind of care? So you want to hear about it?" No, I couldn't care less about that. Is how you would say. It. Yeah. Sorry, Jake. You might have been right. Yeah, Jake didn't I didn't want right. to bring this up today. He's like, "That's stupid. Let's not bring it up." My I don't know thought why. was, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's got to be words that I want taken from the human lexicon thrown into space, and never used again. What about the word lexicon? No, it's a great word. No, I am fucking with lexicon. I like me- and, um, okay, another great word? It sounds Star trek Maven. Yeah. See, a new now, word I learned. This a is a maven. segment Duddy wants to put in called wor- a word he wants to add uh, like to the lexicon. It needs to be used more. Yeah, and I and so that'll we'll come up with that. Okay. But I, so today I'm like, we have to have a word like, look, fam, I'm done. Okay, I, I can I can agree with you over. on that. Yeah. You're never talking to your family. What's up, fam? It's never fam a had its moment. It was mm-hmm. fun for a minute. We all said it. The no. fam splitting up. No more fam. Not sorry for being uptight, but we've all said it. But it's gone. It's time has had. It's it's it's, it's gone. <laughs> Sam Tripoli threw in woke. I mean, whatever, dude. I think woke's had a big old fucking shining 15 minutes yeah. of fame. We can do without it. There'll I be another. There'll be I've another one. Ever said the word? Yeah, me either. Say it now. Yeah, say it. Woke feels well. good. Huh? It doesn't feel. It good. doesn't. It feels, feels weird. Gross. Yeah, the song's sick. Fucking stay woke. I mean, I think that's what started it. I don't know what he says after that. I'm always like, "Mommy's sleeping." I'm like, "That can't be. <laughs> Cannot be." Mommy's sleeping. <laughs> What's he saying? I thought. I thought he was saying they be creeping. Oh, they, they be, be creeping. creeping. I could be totally. It might be mommy sleeping. Mommy might be asleep right now, but we got to stay woke. It can't be mommy's fucking sleeping. I, I mean, it's, if it is. I don't like the song anymore, yeah. but I love the song. Stay woke. Yes. They be creeping. Oh, look at that. Get that. Damn. Mm, nothing yeah, like so, a 10 in the morning falsetto. Just, <laughs> that was like a falsetto falsetto. You yeah. faked the f- fake. I think it was, it was mostly just me breathing out, <laughs> but making it sound like something. It sounded, you hit the note. <laughs> you fucking hit that note again. Damn. She can sing. I'm the new singer. Sharp? Get her on some high end backups. Oh, man. So, anyway, so yeah, no more words. Like, Duddy and I were discussing it before the show, and we're just like, let's just talk about it. We don't give a shit. I could care and us. we're trying to really hyper focus in on what it needs to be. Shit that you never want said again. I had one, Duddy severely disagreed with me. I'm not into it. I'm going to put it out there. Oh. It's a two word combo that Whoa. I never want put together ever again double penetration double stinger no but here's my thing separated both words are fine together there's no need what for is this. it guilty is a great word 
you're fucking charged. guilty. Yeah, you have to have it. A judge guilty. You know, it's the most one of the most fun things to say. Pleasure. Hey, did you fucking pleasure? What a word, right? Put them together. Guilty pleasure. There's no fucking need. Oh, k- chocolate cake. It's my guilty. You don't need to be guilty. You're a human. You That's want be, a pleasure. You want people to own up Eat to it. what they like. You yeah, don't want like, people to be like, guilty. It's always like, my guilty pleasure. I watch The Bachelor. N- not guilty. That's just your pleasure. <laughs> You're into The Bachelor. <laughs> Fine. Right. We never Whoa, need. you are fired you up. Never need to. Your face what? is turning red. Everyone in here agrees. Standing ovation. That's fucking, thank you. They agree. Damn. The horn? Oh, the fucking... Together? Not necessary. You don't need to be guilty if you like cookies. You shan't ever feel guilty for enjoying The Bachelor. You're (laughs) stupid. But you don't have to be guilty about it. It's simply a pleasure or you've committed a crime and you're guilty. Never again shall the two touch guilty pleasure. What's the opposite? Oh, I like that mashup. Um, what's the opposite of pleasure? Like, what's the antonym? Mm, um, pain? pain? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Should we add, since we're taking away guilty pleasure, add innocent pain? Innocent Ooh, What pain. would it be for? Innocent pain would be like your nail. You kind of liked it. I kind of liked it, yeah. Oh. My innocent pain. It's just pain. a little bit of innocent pain. See, that's a great thing, because it describes specifically like that, yeah, like, it's like a bruise that you can't stop touching. Yeah. Like it hurts technically, but I almost like it. Like if you're sore, you worked yeah. out for the first time in a long time. An innocent pain, like a like a heartbreak, like a like, but just with like Ooh. a crush, like Ooh. someone who is already in a relationship. Like you have a crush on someone, and you realize that they're not single, and you're like, oh, that's an innocent pain. You never yeah. got to go down the road of actually no. caring, but you're, you're yeah. like, oh, that would have been fun. Yeah. but you're a little like when we told you yeah. about Jared. Yeah, you know. We he could have eaten my fucking fingernail if he was here. Yeah, we, oh, he would have eaten your fingernail. Yeah, so also for the listeners, yeah, this was before the show. We were talking about Jared Watson, who's who's been on the show before, and he's in the Dirty Heads. And we were telling Allie all the disgusting things he used to do on tour. He would drink people's like blister, uh, like juice? a blister juice, or he, he would blister juice, he yeah. would he put a band aid in a shot glass and like John John's took a toe sip. And I remember no, he so, shot, the, he swallowed, he the swallowed the, the it's still in his body. Oh my god! And then there was one time where someone had like a fucking lump on their back, and you guys sent alcohol off no, the but lump that into his him. mouth. That was uh, <laughs> who was that? Was Drew I or someone? I won't say his name, but we'll say his oh. name was Crob Croth. Mine's <laughs> with Crob Croth. Oh, we know. Our friend. Okay. Um, and Cheese, our manager, had a humongous boil on his. Oh, mouth. oh boil! That's a- and we were pouring. We were giving him. A whiskey luges off the boil. But if it's over the boil, that's fine. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't care. Was so was, gross. Yeah, so, and we were telling Allie about this, but we were saying Jared did all these things, which of which he did most, and she's yeah. all, where's Jared? Yeah. I like, she's all, I, I like the sound I like of his his attitude, Jared. Yeah. And, oh. and then I told her that, oh, well, he's married and has a kid, and she had a an innocent pain. An innocent, innocent pain. pain. Yeah. And a little yeah. bit of an innocent pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still going through it. Yeah. So okay. we, you know, it's the show in the end is about feeling good. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, we talked some shit. Yeah, we fucking kicked it's guilty pleasure fun. right in its ass. We got pretty lit. Oh, we oh, lit up we the whole <laughs> yeah. pod scene uh, with this chat. Well, I could care less about all that. So, <laughs> oh, uh, it feels good. Oh, you wow. killed it. You killed it. Oh, speaking of 
feeling, you man. You killed it, fam. We've got some sponsors on this show. I'm and these woke. sponsors are lit. First of all, we have Koi CBD, an amazing oh, sponsor. They oh. have been with us since day one on this podcast. Great because supporters of, of us. Mind. Great company. Great people. If you have not tried CBD products yet, people, you need to. If you're someone out there who is constantly taking pain pills because you've got achy bones and joints, give CBD a try. I think mm-hmm. you're going to love uh, the effects, and it's much healthier for you, and they have so many delicious flavors. I love right now the orange one. I'm all about the orange. It's his guilty pleasure. It's my guilty pleasure. I'm supposed to take one dropper. I take like three fucking droppers. I oh, love this shit. Whoa. You snapper whoa. turtle. Are you getting faded off the CBD, Dude, my guy? Uh, I take so much yeah. CBD. Oh, shit. Oh, shoot. It's almost full. Oh. Is that the one with no... Can we do an instant... Re- can we she do like a slow-mo on the chair. YouTube one? We gave her, the, we dude, gave her a broken I chair. I fell into this last week. <laughs> oh, just my God. Full. And then you're like, we'll just give it to the guest. <laughs> wow. You know what? Uh, Wait, I want it. I want a slow-mo on the YouTube when this comes out like a- you're better than me don't do it you know what though even if she would have fallen so it doesn't happen even if she would have fallen we would have given her some CBD she would have been fine she would have felt great afterwards darn it if you go to koicbd.com and you put in code duddyb at checkout you're going to get 20% off. Wow. Okay. That's right. What? That's a good what? fucking deal. Oh, they were late on that one, but it's they're okay. happy about it. Yeah. Also, on it, another on amazing it. company. We were talking about this earlier today, I think before the podcast, the Alpha Brain Pills. I take them every single day, and I'm remembering people's names. Robert. 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 Hello, Robert. I just remembered the name Daddy Remembered. Yeah. I never met the guy, dude. Yeah. Alpha Brain. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have so many amazing <laughs> supplements, so many amazing amazing products for whatever you're looking for. If you're someone who works out a lot, um, they've got whatever it is you need. If you're someone who doesn't even work out a lot, they've got so many great products. Alpha Brain, for instance. You don't have to be working out to take Alpha Brain. And also another great product they have that I've been loving is they have these pills called the New Mood. Ooh. And it's for like you take it like in the evening time. They're not Sounds like, like a Twilight movie. Yeah, New Mood. <laughs> The fourth Twilight, Twilight. yeah. It's, it, <laughs> oh, they're no. great, though. They're not like sleeping pills. Like, you're not going to pass out right when you take them, but they, it is nice. Like, at the end of the day, you just, you know, I take one. It kind of relaxes you at the end of the night while I'm just chilling, you know, watching TV with the fam. Walk through a club. The pop actual one fam. In someone's drink. My fam. My literally. Fam. My literal literally fam. the fam. Oh, yeah. You know what Joel said when we tried to excommunicado? That's John Wick. Oh, I like that, yeah. Um, uh, I don't even know if that's a word. Uh, but, uh, Joel said, okay, here's my referendum on fam. He's all, what if like he was Ghostface Killer? Yeah. You know that is? It's yeah. Killer. Killer. Yeah, I'm very white and 40. <sighs> killer. He's all, well, if Ghostface Killer says fam, that's cool. Yeah, But if yeah. anyone who's a shithead, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah. a good. If some, he, I think he ended it with, if, if someone that's cooler than you says, Ghostface has fam, the fam like, pass. All right, all right. Yeah. 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 Ghost so. fam, Ghostface can call anyone fam. Um Sorry to interrupt your read. Dude, new Dude, mood. Yeah, no, I shit all over it. No, bro. I did, and I did. And oh, uh, what? They yeah. liked it. So that's why I keep doing it. But uh, new mood. So new mood. It's great. It's, like I said, it just chills you out at the end of the uh, end of the day. Um, helps you relax at the end of the night. And then when you do fall asleep, it helps you sleep through the night. They got some great products. Onit.com. That's two N's. O-N-N-I-T.com. And if you do a forward slash duddy at the end of that, 10% off. Woo. Boom. Whammo. Give me the... Thing. Oh, fucking. There it is. Everyone's so excited. I don't know. Why not? Gave you a little. Yeah, that was from episode one. Oh, okay. 
It was about it was a you story had, about yeah. how a thrown it a in for sto- nostalgia. A, a stripper at a two story strip club. We were all there. She fell from the top onto her head, was knocked unconscious, dragged off stage, and the DJ fucking hit. Let the bodies hit the for the floor. next song. Oh, and another stripper just came right out and yeah. started dancing, and the whole place went. Yeah. Oh, that is legendary. Real Indiana. Thing. Wow. Indiana. That's Hello, Kokomo, <laughs> Indiana. So, yeah, you had asked me if I had played any, uh, any like, town fairs or anything when here, and I started yeah. to barely go into a story. But, yeah, so we played a small, like, ta- uh, town fair in Indiana. This is way back in the day. This had to be at least 15 years ago, probably. And it was, it was like a trailer park town is the only thing I could really explain it. It was like... Just a bunch of trailers. That's a trailer park. But no, but it was like huge. Like it was like a community. community. Oh, it was I like love a community. That. And in the middle of this community, there was like this park, a field. And they had there was like a little wooden stage. Like you would picture like uh, if you were watching a show from like the a movie from the 60s and they were gonna do a little talent show. The, it, this is what oh, it looked like. That right? kind of awesome. It, it kind of was in yeah. its own way. And yeah. I kid you not, no joke, next to the stage set up for us, they had a tent. But I'm not talking a tent like a canopy with chairs in oh, it. No. A camping tent. No. One so small that you can't even stand in it. <laughs> and they had it set up with some blankets laid Green in room? there. Like, if you guys want to chill in the tent, you can. And it was like a tent for like three people. No. It, like a little tent. Oh. And it was crazy, but so we were playing, like, this was their town, like, fair, their annual town little fair. I guess they do it every year. I guess that would be annual. But, um, and we fucking played it. This shit was crazy. I kid you not, at one point after we played, we just were running around out there with everyone drinking and having fun. And there was this dude that was following us, dude, dude and his sister, and he was trying to pawn his sister off <gasps> on no. us. This is my sister. You can do whatever you want to her. I swear. I kid you not. That was our thing for like many tours. That was like a thing for us. Yeah, that's my sister. You, you can do whatever do, y'all want. You can, do, you can do whatever you want to her. <laughs> Did you? So the Dirty Heads manager, Cheese, who's been on the show, he's from Indiana. Did you play this? Was this a Cheese this favor? This was a Cheese <laughs> thing. Somehow he wanted to be mayor of this yeah, town yeah. or some shit. Yeah. He brought the dirt. Cheese <laughs> wanted to flex on the call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cheese, cheese has done Fuck. many, many amazing things for us in our lives. Oh, yeah, but Cheese has also <laughs> set us up for some pretty weird shit that, you know, tends to sometimes be in his favor. I mean, when, when, <laughs> yeah. when a guy named Cheese is managing you, you have uh, to expect a little bit of, uh, of stuff. Yeah. You'd no. love Cheese. He's oh, I bet. I do. I'm lactose intolerant, but I have a good feeling <laughs> yeah. about this guy. Well, his name is Cheese because when he was younger, he got hit by a, fr- a Frito-Lay truck. And he's a redhead and with a huge red, red beard. Yeah. Wow, I love he's him. He's just like yeah. any... Is he married? No. Okay. But, but he's but definitely got pretty much. Okay, yeah. Yeah. never mind. Another You'd, innocent pain. And dude, he doesn't care. You would fucking love cheese. We Hell should yeah. work them both oh, on. Yeah, yeah. We wouldn't even need to talk. We'd just scoot our chairs back and the cheese yes. would say gross shit back and forth. And yes. we'll have Jared slide a vodka luge off something. Oh. It would be a good episode. But what about our segments that we talked about? Did you, so you, you, we wanted, we, we do a segment, you know, the scary story segment. And we talked to Allie before. She doesn't have a scary story. No Neither scary do stories. I. So you're Damn in the same it. boat as me. I know. <sighs> Duddy told us his scary story okay. last episode. You know what? I kind of got a, a story I can tell. Well, you're going to do a secondhand story of someone else? No, 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 else? no. This is my, my Another story. Another one for you. This is a scary story. And it's story. a scary story? It's, it's kind of scary. It doesn't really involve like a ghost or alien or nothing, but it's a cool story that's kind of right, scary. If you want to fucking Let's get go. creepy, I will I first really play <laughs> the drop. Have you ever been 
scared? Welcome to the scary zone. All right. Wow. That's the drop. So yeah. fucking, they love it. Okay, get the fuck enough with you. And then tell okay. the story. So we were on tour. This is way back in the day because we were in a van still. So this had to be at least probably like 10 years ago, if not more. And I forget where we were. I want to say we were in the outskirts of like mid to northern California. And we're, it's like two or three in the morning and we're just driving. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere. And we're doing what we always do back then because there's nothing else to do when you're driving in a van for hours on end. We're just drinking and we're, we're all getting pretty buzzed. And we come across this humongous like creepy ass cemetery a cemetery like you'd see like with the big statues like the big fucking angel statues and all the shit like super tall fucking you know structures and and we're like dude we gotta go let's go walk through there and like smoke a joint and shit and just creep creep ourselves out so we do that we pull over and we go into the fucking uh, cemetery in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the night and we're all walking around drinking and smoking and and i'm like okay yeah i'm gonna run off and I'm going to fucking scare these fuckers, yeah. right? Thinking I'm the smartest guy in the world. So I run off to go hide. As I go run off to hide, they all notice that I'm doing that. They all sneak back. Give me that. They all sneak back to the van and drive away, leaving oh, no. me in the cemetery oh, my by myself. So you think, okay... And they, they're just going to turn around and come back and get me. Well, what happens is they drive down the road further. The road becomes a very narrow one-way lane with a cliff on one edge and a mountain on the other. And they're in a van and trailer. They cannot turn around. <laughs> they can't turn around. And it's pitch black at like three in the morning. So they can't like reverse. On yeah. So they're in a fucking predicament now. They're like, fuck, we left Duddy and we can't turn. They end up having to drive like 40 minutes. Oh my God. Before no. they got to a place to where they ended up having to dr take the trailer off. Reverse the fucking van oh around. My God. Pull the trailer around. Rehitch it. I was out there for like two hours. You thought How you were stranded. Two story. fucking hours. It got so long that I just started walking in the other direction because I didn't know what to do. So I just started walking down this road and I walked for like a good half an hour and I came up to like a little fucking gas station and I went to, and at this point I didn't have anything on me. My cell phone, everything's in, in the van. The, oh my God. So I'm just walking. I get wow. to a fucking gas station. I literally go into the gas station and asked... This is how long ago it was. I asked the clerk if, if I could borrow some change so I could use the payphone outside. <gasps> wow. And as I'm using the, the payphone to try and call somebody, the fucking van comes pulling oh. up. <sighs> that that is fucking awesome. Sweating. Yeah. That's hairy. Yeah. And they were just like, we're so fucking sorry. Oh, man. Oh, that shit. Yeah. Have Thanks. you ever been scared? Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, I just was. To the scary zone. <laughs> Thanks for the welcome. I'm here. Oh, good one, Duddy. Oh. Right out of your back pocket. Yeah. We had nothing. Yeah. We yeah, just sat back. I, I'm very I'm, scared. And the best part of that too very is scared. once they drove away, like I saw that what was happening, you know. So they and I wasn't even tripping at this point. I'm like, they're just gonna drive up and turn around. So then I'm still like in like, yeah, I'm buzz, you know. So they drive away and I'm like, fuck, I'm still I'm gonna hide right here. And when they get back, oh. I'm gonna fucking scare them. So the best part is, is I was sitting there hiding for like 30 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. 
And then I was like, where the fuck are these guys? I don't even want to scare them anymore. Yeah, now I just want to get in the van. Like, what is happening? Yeah. You go from fun mode to panic mode yeah, very quickly. Very quick. Yeah. After, yeah, I got, yeah. That, that happened. Talk about a new mood. <laughs> yeah, I needed Ooh, the new you mood. You could have right used that. On it. On it.com. So, yeah. Alpha Brain, it wouldn't have done much for you there. No. You would have just been oh, on it. Oh, man. But, uh, okay. We also asked you if you had oh, pooped your pants. Yeah. Right. And you quickly said, absolutely. Absol- I feel and like every adult has. <laughs> oh, it's a post diaper so. shit, you we always yeah. say. But, of course, I think you know that. So, we've got a drop for that as well. And. Chugga, 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 choo, choo, poo, poo. Um, I, I do have to make this quick because unfortunately I have to leave soon. Yeah, she's got to get going. She has to babysit like, all the way up in yeah. LA. But like all good pooping stories, this is very fast. I uh, was in college before I dropped out. It's not the reason why I dropped out. I was pretty proud of this moment. But, you know, I was drinking a lot in college. And uh, after a night of heavy whiskey drinking, I was in my dorm room on the couch wearing a nice little sundress. I'm going to school in San Diego. The weather's nice. I'm sweating because I drank way too much and and I had Chipotle and oh, you know classic classic mix up you think you're gonna do a little a little, a little tootie toot. and a lot more came out the booty <laughs> and, uh, and it was it was a nightmare because at first I'm like okay and then I'm like this is not this feels different and I immediately was like, oh, no, oh, the floodgates have opened. Oh, so no. I just immediately clench. I get up. I'm like scrubbing the couch. And oh. I, and I yeah, and I put a, I, I wiped it all up, put a towel over it. My roommate came home. She's like, why is there a random like small towel on the couch? And I was like, I have to be honest with you. I did shit my sundress. And that's um, no longer a couch. That's now your toilet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That was it. Ooh. Yeah. Perfect. So many of these stories have started with a fart it always starts with been, a fart you know it always starts with a fart well dude you have a long drive and we really want you to avoid traffic so we'll just kick the old ouch right well, you, you gotta got get going you yeah i'm gonna be you? uh you find me on my website alimakovsky.com slash shows i also post everything on instagram which is not ali mac not ali mac not on instagram ali mac all right. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming. Oh, wait, Thanks for everybody, having me. Fucking listen, listen to Resting Bitch, oh, that's and you, right. it's on YouTube. Can you all? Can you get it wherever podcasts are found? Or you just yeah, you can get it, it everywhere. It's all over it's the everywhere. place. Just go I had my dad it. on an episode, so listen to that one, Larry. Nice. Oh, there it is. Episode We're it twenty-five. <laughs> me and my dad, Larry. Good old Larry. Oh, yeah. Good old Larry. Right That's on. right. You've been fucking awesome. You're another Kill Tony alum, and we're so like we love you guys every time you come on. Thank and you. Thank you so much for doing it, yeah. Duddy. Anything? Um, yeah. Thanks uh, everyone at Reamp. Thanks to uh, Surf Roots for all the love. And as always, CutlassBrand.com. Go there, get some dope gear. And if you put in code Feeling Good at checkout, twenty percent off. Boom. Bam. Before I leave, dude, you can catch me live on Instagram. Snake Bushnell live 7 a.m. Wednesday and Friday morning. The Morning Ride Show. Episode 241 coming up on Wednesday. Peace out.